Hi, I'm Paige. And I'm Lena. And this is The Side Pod. An F1 podcast hosted by fangirls. Where we bring you all the latest F1 news and updates. And wow, was this the week to start the podcast, I mean. No, yeah, it's honestly crazy. Like, this news is just so huge. Also, can I just mention how criminal it is that I, when I woke up on Tuesday morning at 5 a.m., I opened my Instagram first thing. I, you know, I had a big test that day. So I was really just like trying to like lock in, right? And I was like, you know, but you know, you wake up, you go on Instagram, sue me, but that's what we all do. So I go on it. The first, I'm not kidding, the first like five posts on my feed were Lewis Hamilton is moving to Ferrari 2025. And I am just like, what is going on? I immediately sent Paige this and I am just like, I'm in shambles because I am just like, what is going on? I did not picture this like anywhere. Like I couldn't even imagine this. Yeah, I wake up, I see Alina's text, I click on it, she had sent me a picture, and I was just like, I was in shock. I mean, this is, you know, some of the biggest F1 news in a decade, in more than a decade probably, and I, it was not something that I was expecting on just a random Tuesday. You know, we were actually supposed to start this podcast last week, but I had some midterms, so we didn't have time to film. And wow, am I glad we didn't start last week because... Yeah, thank God, honestly. To kind of put into just like a bigger picture on how huge this news is, we have this one friend who has been an F1 fan for like much longer than us, like super like many many years ago she's been keeping up with f1 for like a while now and she even said to me like this is the craziest news that she's ever seen in f1 like that's how crazy it is and i'm always seeing these like videos on my tiktok page that are like explain the lewis hamilton move to ferrari in like football terms and soccer terms and basketball terms and it's just so hilarious it's just something that i never predicted like truly with all the transfers Mm -hmm. that will be happening this year this was not one that was on my F1 2024 bingo card. Truly, it's just... No, yeah, I, especially... I so when Lewis Hamilton re-signed with Mercedes for the 1 plus 1, where he's able to leave with, like, an exit clause, I did not think he was going to move, even move to Ferrari at that, you know what I mean? Because when he signed, he even posted an Instagram post, like, one dream, one team, like, I, the story is not finished yet, we still have the eighth to win, I don't even think anyone could have expected this, like, truly, what happened? Like, oh my god. And I think that is the biggest question going around the F1 world right now, what happened? And I know as Lewis Hamilton's number one fan, Alina, you have lots oh of god. theories, so I am looking forward to hearing those. Yes, I have a lot of theories, because it's, like, you guys, like, have to really think about it because Lewis's mindset for even, like, two, I would say up to December that we know of at least has never been, oh, I'm li- literally on edge of leaving this team. No, it's been, like, the biggest motivation ever to keep on fighting, which he has had a car for the past two years, which he, you know, wasn't even able to be achieving these goals that he has to win the eighth title, especially against Max Verstappen in that rocket ship of, of a Red Bull. So truly, when when talking about, like, what made him leave, there are just a lot of speculation. And the fact that we really don't know is just so, like, agonizing. This is just like, oh, what is it? You know what I mean? And it makes you think there's a lot of rumors saying that, oh, he sat in 
Mercedes new car and he just decided like no this car is bad and while maybe that played a part in it all he's of too loyal for that. I feel like he is too loyal for that and Mercedes has not had a good car in two years let's face it and he's been very strong with his loyalty to the team even despite this I just think that it would take more than just a bad car to sway him to leave. I also feel like maybe a bad car development plan could sway him to leave, but I really don't think a bad car, period, would make him leave Mercedes. So I started being to like text Paige right because when as soon as you see this news, the first response to it is what the like what happened? Like what could have led him to leave right so we started speculating so I told Paige that from my mindset how I could have seen Lewis leave was because okay let's put it this way last season right if we go back you know that whole like during the last race there was this huge like debate who was going to win second in the constructors championships and Ferrari got freakishly close to them so close so Lewis might see okay this car has some potential to be good and, you know, he, I'm not calling Carlos or Charles bad. They are amazing drivers. But, you know, comparing to a seven-time world champion, he has so much experience with cars. So maybe he sees it as, okay, this car is mediocre probably because it had a bunch of issues last year. But it's still competing with us. And if we put it this way, right, if we take away what Lewis did last year and we just put it with George, we would not be as close. So the car truly was not good last year at all. So Lewis's mindset probably was like, okay, if this mediocre car, if I was in it, and plus with my, you know, credits and skills and experiences, I can maybe make this car work to fight for a championship. And also the amount of money Ferrari offered him, which was rumored to be around 100 million and then another 400 million for his like brand as Lewis Hamilton, from what we heard. Which is just some crazy numbers. And yeah, I agree. I think that Ferrari definitely showed potential last year I mean being the only team that wasn't Red Bull to win a race is definitely not nothing for sure and Lewis definitely overperformed in a car that wasn't good and Mm -hmm. we saw George really struggle to get performance out of the car and not that we didn't see Lewis do the same but Lewis obviously performed a lot better than George and George is a very strong driver still Mm mm-hmm Exactly. Uh, Obviously, the iconic Toto line, which set from Toto was what? Like, Lewis, we know the car's bad. Just drive it. Like, that just proves how bad the car is. And Lewis had to complain about it so many times during the radio because he just wouldn't really listen and fix it. I completely agree. But I also believe at the end of the day, it would take more than that for Lewis to leave Mercedes. He had said many times last season that he had a very strong alliance with the team. He wanted to retire with this team. So it leads us to wonder what could have happened on the inside, non-car related, to make him make this crazy switch. So Paige mentioned to me, like, three possibilities as to why Lewis could have left. We kind of mentioned already one about how Lewis maybe, like, sat in the W15 and was like, okay, no, like, this is not it. This is, you know. But then again, that's very unlikely because that's just, like, not him especially, you know, everything that he became who Lewis Hampton is today in that team. Number two was that possibly Ferrari called up Lewis because there was also rumors that they were even trying to get Lewis on their team 
for a while. That's where the um the Lewis Hamilton extra Leclerc joke came from, where he was like, "Oh, who's your ideal teammate?" And then Charles went, "Oh, hello, Lewis." <laughs> so you know they were trying to get trying to get Lewis Hamilton on their team for like quite some time now. So one possibility for what could have happened is that Ferrari might have called Lewis and been like, "Listen, hey." This new development on car is really good. And apparently there are, like, new regulations for the, for the 2025 season. So they could have been, like, we got it down. Like, our car is really good. We can promise you, like, you know, all the stuff about how the car is amazing and how it can finally perform. Which, you know, that has been a big issue with Lewis is the car not being good enough. So, you know, get on our team. And plus, a lot of money. I think that could have definitely been it. And I think beyond showing him their car I think that they probably showed him some very promising development plans for the future because in reality Lewis is not going to be with this team for one year he's probably going to be with this team for many many years and he wants to see development in the right direction you know if he's with a team that has a good car one year and their development is uh, going down which some could argue Mercedes is developing in the wrong direction it's not going to be what he wants. He's already where he's already there. And if he wants that, then he could just stay with Mercedes. So I definitely think that that could have been a possibility as to why he left. Um, I also think mm, something happened. There was a rumor that it had something to do with Mercedes denying Lewis an ambassadorship after he is done yeah. racing. Um, and I think, Alina, you're a little more knowledgeable about that than I am. Yeah, because I remember, so obviously, like, those rumors came out, which I don't know if they're rumors, I think it's true. Um, well, first of all, the ambassadorship, and then also, Lewis wanted a three-year contract, which they only offered him a one plus one plus an exit clause. Um, so that's a little bit, you know, annoying. And also, Lewis has mentioned many times that he wants to stick with this team even after F1 and really, like, help it. Like, I know Nikki Lauda. It's a huge part of Mercedes when he was still, like, alive. So I think that's what kind of what Lewis wanted, was to really help the team even past his racing career point. So I think just, you know, Mercedes denying him of that ambassadorship is just really, like, a punch in the gut. Like, wow, after everything I kind of did for you. Like, you know, when Lewis joined Mercedes at that time, that was insane. Because Mercedes and McLaren, McLaren was way better than Mercedes. So everyone was saying, like, this is the wrong choice. But Lewis literally brought Mercedes to where it is today. So I feel like Mercedes denying him that is really just like, wow, you know? It's definitely a punch in the gut for sure. And I don't know. I think that there's something going on behind the scenes that will probably be revealed later on this season. It is all going to come out eventually. I don't think any of this will stay a secret. Yeah. But I definitely think that this is going to be the talk of the Mm. paddock for the entire year because... How could it not be? What could have Fred possibly said to Lewis to make him switch from a team that, okay, like it wasn't like, oh, Lewis Hamilton was like on his way out. Things were just completely slowing down. And you could see he was, he was losing faith in the team. Like, no, he was committed to get the eighth there. Even though, like, realistically, it didn't, it, it does not seem possible at this rate, honestly. So it's just like, what did he say to him that made him switch? Because he was still so, like, passionate about Mercedes so I honestly think that because right now the like the talk that we've been hearing from like Lewis and like a bit of Toto is that oh it was time and whatnot and he needed a change so when we all know it has to be much deeper than that 
I completely agree. And that kind of leads us into the staff at Mercedes didn't even know the morning that the rumor started that it was not just a rumor. Um, It's on pretty good authority that there was a meeting middle of that day, that the day that everyone found out that all the Mercedes staff found out, meaning this was not supposed to come out when it came out. And it just makes you wonder what's going to happen the rest of the season now that everyone knows that this is what's happening. It definitely puts a lot more pressure on drivers like Carlos Sainz or possible future Mercedes seat holders such as Alex Albon to really Mm -hmm. perform the whole season. And I think although it was not supposed to come out this early, um, it creates a more exciting season and it lets us see how a lot of other drivers can perform under the pressure of trying to get that seat. Yeah, so also it's just like I wanted to also say because when this news first broke out, right, the entire, okay, I'm not going to say the entire, because let's be honest, it, it really wasn't, but a lot of the people in the F1 community that I saw, at least, were being like, how could Toto, how could Lewis do this to Toto? Like, Toto did, like, so much for him, and, like, really, like, helped him get his way up to reach seven world championships. Like, how could he tell him only the day before? And Lewis wouldn't do that. That's the thing, is that he didn't. Like, he would never do that to him. Like, I mean, as Toto said, like, he sat him down, like, he came to his place, sat down with him, had some coffee, and they talked about it, and whatnot. So, I really don't think that Lewis did that to him, and just tell him the day before. You know what I mean? It was definitely supposed to come out around mid-season. I could not even imagine it was supposed to come out the day that it did, if I'm going to be very honest. I completely agree. I really don't think it was supposed to come out that day, and... I think that it's going to make for a more exciting and dramatic season now that it did. Now, Mm -hmm. Alina, being a Lewis Hamilton fan, (laughs) are you planning on switching your loyalties from Mercedes to Ferrari? I know you're already somewhat of a Ferrari fan, but Mm -hmm. are we still going to be remaining Mercedes fans after Lewis Hamilton leaves? Here's the thing, though, because even when Lewis Hamilton was at Mercedes, I would not consider myself a true Mercedes fan just because I am so sorry to any George Russell fans. I don't like him. I am so sorry. I really just don't like him. And, you know, that's why I'm just like, ugh, you know. So whenever, like, when Lewis DNF that one time, I was, you know, Forza Ferrari separate, like, right there with Ferrari. So um, that's why I was, like, whenever we were talking about drivers, for sure, Lewis first, Charles, Charles Leclerc second. But then Constructors is a different story because I like Ferrari way more. And then I'll put Mercedes second, even though, you know, their strategies and whatnot really piss me off. But right now I have in my prediction that who's going to move to the Mercedes seat could be Alex Albon. If that's the case, I will definitely keep up with Mercedes similarly to how I do now. Obviously not as much because my favorite, my two favorite drivers are in the exact same team in the team, especially that I also like have my favorite as, but I'll definitely keep like on track with Mercedes and stuff. So this kind of brings us into talking about our F1 favorites. As we just heard, Alina's is obviously Lewis Hamilton, Ferrari, and uh, Charles Leclerc. 
Um, I also love Ferrari, love Charles Leclerc. Um, I have to say, though, my favorite team is fully McLaren, and my favorite driver is our favorite rookie last year, Oscar Piastri. Um, I am a big Lando fan as well, but Oscar is definitely my top driver, which I always think is funny because Alina's favorite driver is obviously one of the most experienced on the grid, um, one of the oldest on the grid, has the most titles on the grid, and mine is a rookie, although a very promising rookie, one who could possibly one day, hopefully, match Hamilton in these crazy records um it definitely shows our f1 opposite favorites but we also have some of the same favorites like ferrari and uh charles leclerc yeah definitely i mean if you wanted to get real opposite you could have been a max (laughs) (laughs) but um yeah no but yeah i do think that's also really funny and also it's funny because um you know lewis hamilton started out in mclaren and your favorite is a rookie at McLaren. And that's how Lewis exactly started, as being a rookie at McLaren. Um, Oscar to Mercedes in a few years, question mark? No, I don't want that. <laughs> but <laughs> who knows? Never know at F- in F1. Talking about, you know, drivers moving seats, who do we think Carlos is going to go to? Okay, so my prediction on this, and you know I'm very researched on this. I know there's a lot of rumors about different seats he could go to I am a 100% believer that he is going to uh Sauber and then he's gonna obviously stay when it switches to Audi in 2026 because everyone knows he's getting the Audi seat in 2026 and I don't really see any other team taking him for one year (laughs) yeah I definitely that sounds pretty good I had that as like one of mine I actually have four written down so um, Sauber was on yeah, because I really just don't know. And then here's another thing. I can also imagine that if Checo does not deliver how, like, if Checo does not deliver this year and is pulling kind of what he was doing midseason last year, you know, not performing as well as Max, like, nowhere near him and whatnot, I could imagine it because Checo's contract ends at the end of this year. So I can imagine he takes a Red Bull seat because Carlos was in the Red Bull um, driving academy. See, I do understand that, and I do understand Carlos's connection to Red Bull through his father and stuff, but I really think that he is going to Audi in 2026. Like, I am a firm believer in this, and he's made it pretty clear that that's what he's doing. Mm-hmm. And I think that it doesn't make sense for Red Bull to sign him for one year, especially yeah. because if they want a driver for one year, they could easily sign Daniel Ricciardo for one year, and he would be perfectly happy. Mm-hmm. Whereas... I don't think that it would make sense to them to take a driver who's kind of outside the team, although he did race for them for a year. He's still outside the team. Race for them as in uh, as Toro Rosso. I don't think it makes sense for them to take a driver outside the team where they could just take a driver from inside their team. Yeah. So my other so my other one was that Carlos was going to be not driving slash reserve driver possibly. And then my third one was possibly Aston Martin because Fernando Alonso's contract is ending. Because here's the thing. If Carlos Sainz really performs this year, 
he has a lot more possibilities of where he could go. Because drivers are going to want someone. And also, they're not going to forget that he was the only driver to actually beat a Red Bull car. But yeah, so I really hope Carlos's talent is not going to go wasted. And the teams are going to see that, you know, he's a very capable driver. I agree. I may not be his number one fan, but I certainly will never overlook that he is a great driver. And he definitely deserves a seat for next season. So now, since we've talked about a lot about the drivers, I think we should get into the top 10 for the 2024 season. So we have both made our predictions for the driver standings in the 2024 Drivers' Championship, just the top 10. So I have Max in first. Me too. I'm because sure my, mentality, my mentality going into this is that Red Bull is going to perform, if not like as exactly as well then very similarly as well and even then it's going to be insanely hard to beat so definitely max first i have lando in second a little controversial but lando wow okay i have lewis in second lewis in second could be a little bit biased but i'm also hoping that he can perform because if the car is as bad as it was last year hopefully it's even a little bit better but if lewis can you know get used to the car because he's used to experiencing it maybe he could just get a few more points ahead of Checo because he was super close last year. I have Lewis in third. I have Checo in third. I have Checo in fourth. I have Charles in fourth. I have Charles in fifth. (laughs) I have Lando in fifth. I have Oscar in sixth. I have Carlos in sixth. I have Carlos in seventh. I have Oscar in seventh. (laughs) (laughs) I have Alonzo in eighth. I have Russell in eighth. I have Russell in ninth. I have Alonzo in ninth. I have Alex in tenth. Oh, and then I have Esteban in tenth. Okay. So overall, we have pretty similar yeah. drivers standing. Pretty close. Mm-hmm. Now, real question constructor standings for next year. We ranked all 10 teams on where we thought they were going to be. Alina, why don't you start us off? So I had Red Bull in first. I agree. I really don't see any team topping them this year. Mm-hmm. Maybe my delusion is kicking in right now, but I have a Mercedes in second. Definitely a little bit delusional, but <laughs> <laughs> whatever. I have McLaren in second, so I can't really fault you. I have Ferrari in third. I also have Ferrari in third. I have McLaren in fourth. I have Mercedes in fourth. I have Aston Martin in fifth. I do as well. I have Alpine in sixth. I have Williams in six. I really wow. think that this is Alex's year to perform. And I think he's going to carry the team. As Ooh. he did last year. But I, I really, really love Alex. I am a firm believer that Alex is going to get a podium this year. Maybe it's a little delusional, but I believe it. For seventh, I have Racing Bulls. Visa Cash App RB. Oh my god, yeah. Visa <laughs> Cash App RB, guys. I have Alpine in seventh. I have Williams in eighth. I have Visa Cash App RB in eighth. <laughs> I have Haas in ninth. I have Stake in ninth. Okay, and then I have Stake in tenth. I have Haas in tenth. And so I saw somewhere that the new team principal of Haas basically said that their car is going to be bad. And I feel like if your team principal is saying that your car is not going to be good. Mm-hmm. Like, if your team principal doesn't even believe that you can do well, then 
how good can your car be? I don't really think it can be anything but 10th. Yeah, I, I did not even know that. And I actually wrote it down as Alfa Romeo. I completely forgot that steak was there. Steak so, F1 team kick Sauber. Come on. I know. know. Oh, my God. Okay, now I want to completely change it. Well, not really change that much, but I want to <laughs> split Alfa Romeo in half because I also think that Drake's whole, um you know, like that intro they had is going <laughs> to gain a lot of money because it's Drake. Like that's such like such a popular it's artist. It's going to Drake is going to carry the team. So yeah, I'm going to agree with you. I think has 10th um Stakes Albert and 9th. Okay. So the last little thing I kind of wanted to talk about was our predictions on who is going to take the Mercedes seat for the 2025 season. Mm-hmm. Personally, I would love to see Alex step up and take the seat. I know there were rumors that he is signing with Red Bull. I am praying that these rumors are not true because I I really don't think that that will be the best option for him. But I totally see why he would want to do it. Mm-hmm. I think he would be such a good fit at Mercedes in that seat. And seeing him and George drive together would make make my year i'd love that yeah i'm the same way i also have alex as this um the seat for mystery oh my god fuck okay i also agree i have alex as the um person that's gonna take um lewis's seat um i really honestly hope he does because williams and mercedes like i know that they're not as like linked as like racing bulls cash out visa rb is with red bull but still like they still have the mercedes logo on their suits you know what i mean they are I feel like, still technically a yeah. development team for Mercedes, I agree. So I really hope Alex can get that seat. I did hear rumors about Fernando being in touch, but I'm like, I don't know. I don't, I've heard the rumors. I don't really think he is going to take that seat. Maybe they're but just friends. Valtteri, <laughs> Bot- <laughs> Valtteri Botas posted an Instagram story and his location was Brackley, which is the location of the headquarters for Mercedes so that could certainly be something here's the thing though here's my thing if Valtteri moves to Mercedes then we don't even need a confirmation Carlos is going to that stake F1 Sauber team for sure because that literally leaves a free spot open and that's a spot that Carlos you know I mean I wouldn't say gladly take cuz it's you know a little a bit of downgrade but still you're on you're racing that year and so yeah he would only have to suck it up one year at that team before they change to the Audi team which has a lot of potential exactly and i mean like you know Valtteri did it with Mercedes Alfa Romeo so that's i don't true. think Carlos would have much of a trouble you know for one year switching so if Valtteri moves, then Carlos has is going to take Valtteri's place. And although I would like to see Alex in that team other than Valtteri, I think that for Mercedes, it could possibly make more sense to have Valtteri in the team simply because of their up-and-coming prodigy, Kimi Antonelli. Mm-hmm. If they want someone at the team, not for long-term, just to hold Kimi's spot before he gets to F1, Valtteri is a good guy to do it. They He's very reliable in their car. They know this already. And he's a good team player. And they know that they can hold him for a couple years while Kimi matures and gets ready for F1. And then 
it's no problem to just sign Kimmy into that seat. Whereas with Alex, I think it would create more difficulty because with Alex and George on the same team, I really think that it would be some tough competition and it would create the problem of possibly having to let go George to give the seat to Kimmy. I completely agree. And as my friend once said, if Lewis can move to Ferrari, literally anything is possible. This is so, so true. Like, that's, I think that's a, that's a move that I don't think anyone could be confident and predict it. Like, I don't know one person in the F1 community who could have been, like, one year ago being like, guys, trust me on this, Lewis is going to Ferrari in 2025 you know what? okay wait except for that one guy who was on the boat with russell and russell was like there's no way but he was like enzo ferrari is gonna go to lewis and tell him you're gonna go to ferrari besides him <laughs> he's the number one leader of this whole train and he honestly should go to a sidekick because he predicted it even when russell his teammate thought it wasn't gonna happen but no, i need that guy to tell me what's happening in f1 next year for sure Maybe we'll get that guy in the podcast and we'll ask him who he thinks is going to get the Mercedes seat. He's our first podcast guest lined up for sure. (laughs) Anyway, thank you guys so much for tuning in to listen to our first episode. Hope you guys enjoy. Please make sure to share it. And we will be back next week for more F1 Talk. For one last time, I'm Alina. I'm Paige. And this was the Side Pod. (laughs) 